Alright. Okay. Your wall's really filling up over there now. Yeah, it's starting to do yeah. Yeah, we're running out of real estate. Huh? That's a good problem. We can always huh. rearrange. We got yeah. you know, a spot where you got your helmets hanging over there. Yeah, stuff. I was thinking about moving those over here, actually. Yeah, it'll just depend on. Yeah. What I've been flow looking at it. Yeah. You're going for. What are we going to talk about today? Snowmageddon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. The blizz. Man. The blizz. Yeah. It's definitely a blizzard out there. Oof. She's chilling. Man, nasty weather. Yeah. We can, uh, yeah, we can bring up the, let's see, yeah, bang, Look at that. check that out, so I know some people are just listening and not watching, but, uh, got the live wind chill map up, yeah, what do we got for low, brutal, man, 30, negative 34-ish, man, yeah. that's cold, yep, yeah, yeah, that is out. brutal, Look at even some of those temperatures like California, 42, 50s. Yeah, I was listening. I can't even remember what podcast it was. Yesterday they were in Arizona saying it was uh, 30 degrees. They had frost on the ground. Was, man. Dude, look oh, at Texas. Yeah. Look at some of those temperatures. Yeah, zero, three. 19, wow. 13 degrees with the wind chill. Damn. Yep. Yeah. You know those guys are hurting. Oh man, I uh, you know because we're used to it, so yeah. But even today, I mean, even for us, you know, it was cold. Cleaning the vehicle off, it was cold. Yeah, it's it's definitely the coldest, uh, the coldest day, coldest snap we've had. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah, it's, Those are feel like temperatures. Yeah, yeah. I, just wanted, I just wanted the current. <clears throat> so yeah, you know things are going good. Channels growing. Yeah, you know we got yeah. even some more new subs. Yeah. So uh, address that real quick. Yeah. So for all of you guys that are new to the channel, again, we are not professionals. We're not giving anybody any advice. The whole premise of this channel is. To really just watch you guys, have you guys watch us struggle with very difficult subjects sometimes, topics that are just, you know, you're going to watch us really go back and forth in real time on this because it's not scripted. You know? Right. <clears throat> um, watch us change our mind back and forth probably sometimes in the same show. Last week I, I did, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't like anything that gets yucky and uncomfortable sometimes because some of these things that we talk about are yeah. but we also like to have fun talk about lighthearted stuff too and just mix it up it's really just the idea of like two normal people and what they think you know i think it's a lot of fun to to have people watch us struggle with this stuff sometimes you know because they struggle with it everybody sure. struggles with this stuff so yeah that's all i was gonna say is uh, the things we talk about or ideas we have, I'm sure other people have thought the same thing and they'd like to see someone else break it down. Sure. You know, to their own perspective, how do they feel about right. this? Help them understand how they feel about it a little better too. Yeah. And then, you know, when it's you and I bouncing this back and forth, helps us grow as people, helps us kind of sharpen up our, our feelings on this, understand our feelings yeah. a little better on it. You know, why... 
not only do I believe this, but why do I believe it? Right. Why is this so cemented into my belief system? So um, to challenge that, you know, it gets, we definitely, you know, take turns feeling uncomfortable having our, our thoughts and opinions challenged. Yeah, because it gets scary when you start realizing the only reason you have a certain opinion is because you aligned other opinions with someone else. So you took their position on this, not really right. feeling out how you felt. You just felt obligated like, well, so-and-so and I agree on this, and they believe this way about this subject, so I'm right. just going to go with that instead of doing research on my own or right. ironing out my own feelings. Yeah. You know, you take the path of least resistance. Exactly. And you now, know. you know. These guys, the audience, get to watch us flesh this out in and real time. It's, I'm just as yeah. guilty as anybody oh, of sure. doing that, right? Yeah, we all do it, you know. So, tribalism, right? They right? call it. I call it even even to a point, just laziness. That too. You know, it's sure. easier if you just tell me how to think about this right. one thing going on in the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll just, just get the information here real quick and regurgitate yeah, it. Right. Instead of really, not that, and I said, I know. You may not have the time to sit down on every single not topic, always. but at least think about it. Right. Think about it and try to get a couple different opinions on it, right? Yeah. Because people <coughs> definitely me. like to manipulate situations to Absolutely. either get clicks or to get sure. follows or <clears throat> narcissism, right? Just Absolutely. to feel like they can control the minds of their audience. Yeah. To go out and, you know, then they start watching tweets about right. shit. So I say something, right? And then I watch my followers go out and start tweeting the same shit I just told right. them. Even though I know that I intentionally probably put a certain yeah. spin on things, right? Sure. It happens out there a lot. Yeah. You know, it happens on the, the media that we consume and mm -hmm. even some of the best intentions out there is, oh. what was it the the pathway to hell is uh, paved, paved with good intentions yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. that saying you know and i believe that's where it starts right like, right and i mean we you know i at least i can't speak for you myself i want to affect culture like yeah. um instead of just sitting around bitching about it all the time it was well what are you, what are you gonna do about it you know if you're not part of the solution you're part of the problem and and i thought well this this is a good way to do it. You know, watch me wrestle with some of these things that are hard. Yeah. If I guess our, our whole saying always was, we're not going to tell you what to think. We're just going to tell you to think. Right. If we could just get people to think, awesome. Right. You know? and, and I think that's, yeah, if you, I have a problem with that too because people say, well, all we do, you know, you hear a channel like, man, mm -hmm. you know, we, we feel bad. All we do is sit here and complain about this and that. But I think getting the information out there is the most important thing. People, right. people shouldn't be coming to anybody to find an answer or solution necessarily. Right. Okay. I think the information, you're just taking it in and it's up to you how to break that down and form your own opinion and then how you're going to go out in the world. Right. Right. And articulate sure. your own opinion on said subject. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. It's a good way. I, I, I but like I it. think I think too many people are looking to a single person to be a savior to oh, yeah. fix yeah, a problem, and that's probably why we're in the situation we're in. Absolutely. You know, I, I I've been very good lately about consuming media from people I disagree with, even um, to 
to mix it up to you know because I just I wanted to step back and make sure that some of these things I'm I'm really thinking my way through you know and uh, man sometimes I I found myself lately like I, I don't really know what to think about that where before I would have you know I would have come down on one side mm -hmm. absolute you know like because mm -hmm. I I fell in that trap you know the the talking points of other shows or you know. Uh, a certain way of viewing it and just towing what it kind of towing the party line they call it right so i, I don't want to do that i want i want to make sure that i'm really you know like i said fleshing this stuff out. Yeah. you know i, I want to well that's what i think is important is that any of these difficult issues that mm -hmm. anybody faces in their lifetime the best thing you can do is not look to someone right. to be the fix-all. And don't just consume content to be outraged. Right. Consume it, right? Yeah, because Understand it in get, your mind and then go out in the world and spread a good yeah. message and inform other people that are misinformed. Right. I We've had conversations, I told you, where I'm not, it's going to take me a minute, but I told you, I was talking to this person at work and what was it, the two out of three, I said two out of three people I was talking to a certain subject, didn't even know. Man. Oh, I vaguely remember that conversation too, but. Oh, abortion. Yeah. That's what, two out of three people thought that the ruling from the Supreme Court banned abortion across yes. the United States. Two out of three of my coworkers. Right. Thought. Yeah, because and then I came back with, yeah, I mean, well, how many people still believe, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse was out shooting people of color, right? right. Like. So I, because, on. so, and this is important for the people listening, because I had gathered the information on that topic, right. I was able to inform them, no, actually, the ruling that came down did not ban abortion in the United States. Right. This is what it means. It means it's up to the states to decide for themselves yep. what action they're going to take on abortion. Yeah. Whether well, they're going to have restrictions, they're going to have Which, no restrictions. Which, regardless of what side of the political it. aisle you fall on, you should be happy for that ruling. That it empowered the state, you know. Like, I don't care whether you're Republican or Democrat, liberal, conservative, right-wing, left-wing. Everybody should agree that empowering each individual state was by far the best way of handling any of these these topics that, you know. Right, we face as as Americans. So. Right, which that statement itself is going to cause controversy. Sure, sure it will. But what you're saying, and it's because we're the melting role, pot, right? The, we're, we're all supposed well, to be different. Each state well, should be able to be different, right? You know, and what in the way what you're trying, I believe, what you're trying to say, because the way I feel, the federal government shouldn't have any. Say. Oh, absolutely. Right. No, they get them you the hell out of it. You should be able to decide. You should be these, able to decide yourself. Right. And then you get to elect the people locally right. that make these exactly. decisions. Exactly. And, we're and, not, and I like the idea that the states are different. You know, you can live and choose to live in a state that represents your belief system better, more accurately. But I, I think when, when you take diversity, right, mm -hmm. what makes America so great is... All these different people coexisting together for for a cause, right? Like okay. you know, the the American dream. We're all working towards that American dream. 
but when you blend us all together like that, it, it strengthened us. So when, when you take the states, I, I kind of view them the same way as like individual people, right? Like I don't, I don't want cookie cutter people and I don't want cookie cutter states. I, I like the diversity. Mm. I like that, you know, if, if this person feels this way and I feel that way, we can debate this back and forth. And, and like Luke says, let the, let the best ideas win, you know? Right. And, and I think when we empower states to themselves to do that, it strengthens us as a country. And absolutely, I do not want the federal government telling someone what they can and cannot do with their body. Even if I'm against abortion and, and I, in a lot of ways I am, I don't want, I don't want laws making it illegal. Right. That's between that person, their doctor. And if they believe in a higher being, their Lord, yeah. um, it's just I, I hate the idea of the federal government just overseeing that. And then that whole idea of like one size fits all narrative. Right. That yeah. because now the government controls it, the federal government, I should say, um, everything falls underneath that umbrella. Right. It's just a one way narrow point view of looking at things and. I don't think that's right. You know, they're, they're case by case, individual situations. Like, I, yeah, I guess <laughs> if I can explain it, that's probably a real clumsy way of doing it. Right. But automatically people are going to go, well, you're, you know, you're, you're pro-life, you're anti-abortion just because you said it was a good thing at states and nobody's, right. nobody's saying that. No, not at all. Actually, because I, I feel the exact opposite as far as laws. Like, right. I don't, I don't think they should ban abortion. I don't, I don't want people to have them. I don't want babies to be killed. I would much rather babies be born and given up for adoption mm. than, than killed. But I definitely don't want it to be illegal. I don't want laws. I just don't want the federal government being in control of that stuff. Yeah. I don't think it's their right and their job. You know? No, no. I, I think as an individual person, you need to wrestle with that yourself, whether or not that's what you want to do with right. your pregnancy. Right. You know, it's, it's not up to me to decide that for you. It's not up for the federal government to decide that for you. So I try to, I try really hard and I'm not perfect at this. I don't know that anyone is, but to stand by your convictions, yeah. right? That, Whew. Oh man. That's, Cause, cause the hard. one thing, right. Cause you say, well, I'm standing by my convictions on this one subject. Right. And then three subjects later, you're, you're, you're contradicting yeah, yourself because exactly. all of a sudden then you go, oh shit, you know, yep. like this kind of parallels, even exactly. though it's a different topic, kind of parallels. So so it how, is very how hard. How can I take my stamp, stance on this thing? when It's very hard to do that and right. it takes a lot of practice and I catch myself fumbling this a lot. Sure. I do. I, I, I fumble this, but I try to recognize it and then double back down. Like, you know, if I believe in small government, like I can't have these beliefs only when it benefits me. Right or my my side of the debate, right? My right. side of the argument. So now, yeah, you know, I, I, free speech, right? Mm -hmm. Like, uh, okay, no one wanted free speech on Twitter when one half was ruling. Now that the other half's kind of taken some power, now all of a sudden it's an issue. I hate that. It's so just disingenuous. They, you know what I mean? They like, wanted to be able to have their free mm -hmm. speech 
and, and not hearing the other yours. side. Now right. their side, they feel mm-hmm. like their speech is being silenced. Now, now all of a sudden, that's an issue. Right. And to me, it's so disingenuous. Like they know what they're doing. Let's sure. not let's not bullshit here. They know exactly what they're sure doing. Sure, they know. They were cheering when other people were being silenced, and then they start getting silenced, and now they're bitching. Yeah, and it was only the most extreme versions of right. what on yeah. their side. That's right. being silenced, right? So I, I try to not be one of them people. Right. I don't want to be that guy. No, that's tip for so, tap. Yeah. So even for abortion, even though I'm I'm very much against it personally, legally, I want them to leave it alone. Like, don't touch it. It's I don't want it to be banned in laws. And and you know, I, I like the idea of letting each individual state figure it out. And because every state's not gonna agree on this. There's going to be a wide gambit of options so that said person wants to have an abortion, said person's going to be able to have one mm-hmm. in this country, probably forever. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just cannot imagine every state agreeing on this. No. They never have on anything, and they're never going to, and I like it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so... Yeah, stand by your convictions. It's, it's hard. It's, you know, practice it, guys, and, and see how many times... You yourself will catch yourself going, oh, crap. Now I kind of painted myself right into that corner, didn't right. I? And it's it's very uncomfortable sometimes. Right. I don't want to be, be that guy. Especially if you talk it for any length of time mm-hmm. with a certain group of people. Sure. Or, you know, coworkers for a year or two. You're going right. to, you know, you'll catch them contradicting themselves or they'll catch mm-hmm. you contradicting yourself because they'll say, wait a minute, you know. And it's fine to change your mind and have a different right. opinion. You should. That's growth. Yep. That's, you should be evolving right. your way of thinking. The whole idea of this is so when you guys call us out on something, like, I don't get upset about that. Call me out. Yeah. If, if I made a mistake, show me. I yeah. know. Fair enough. I'll apologize for it. Or I'll, I'll grow from it, be a better human being for it. Um, or if it's something I, you know, I, I had addressed before, like, I'll double down on it a little bit and, yeah, with that said, like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, ring the bell. Yeah, ring the bell. Yeah. You see yeah. that little bell? Click it, turns black, <sighs> and then you guys will get notified whenever we drop our new videos. Yeah, and that's the point of having a comment section is we read and respond to every comment. Right. We you want know, we, the feedback. We, yeah, we like the interaction. We like sure. to see what people say, what you know, what are their ideas, you know, what kind of questions they have. So, yeah, is there something that's really yucky that you want to see us sweat and scratch our, our heads over while we're trying to figure it out in real time, throw it in the comments yeah. and, you know, we'll, we'll bring it up Yeah, and kick it back and forth and see. And, you know, sometimes these things are going to be kind of uncomfortable. They, they make me squirm, you know, yeah. sometimes like especially the, there's a couple of them abortion. That was a hard one that we went back and forth on in that one show. And, uh, that was, that was hard. Like, I, oof. And that's a little uncomfortable on on a lot of levels. For one, because it's passionate, right? On both sides. I guess I don't tie any emotion to it is my thing. In my eyes, I'm full body autonomy. What you do is between you and it's just up to you. I'm not going to tell you if you can get tattoos or not. I'm not going to tell you if you can do illegal drugs i don't give a shit yeah. as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else yeah what you do that's yourself I, like 
Now, if you get yeah. stuck in a rut and you need help, I want services available so you can get off drugs. Or if you're on right. the fence about should I get an abortion, I want resources there so you can work that out with somebody, that's, whether or not you that's a path you want to take. segue out, into something, too. Outside of that, like, I don't give a shit. Like the, the, the safety net, the services. That was something I did want to kind of get into yeah. with you and kind of bat it back and forth and pick your brain at it because – that was one of those areas where I've evolved multiple times my way of thinking yeah. about, you know, social services and, you know, welfare, uh-huh. um, help for people that need it. And yeah. then I, I've heard the narratives a few different times, probably lots of times. Um, this person's got the bridge card and they're eating these fancy steaks and, you know. I work 40, 50 hours a week and, you know, I'm eating a bologna sandwich that's so unfair. And I kind of wanted to touch on that because yeah. I think that's a little bit, that's unfair, that statement. Yeah. Because there's been a couple times in my life where I needed help. Yeah. I hit bottom and and reached out and I used that service. And I don't remember ever a time where I was eating fancy steaks Yeah. while someone behind me was, you know, buying bologna that had a job. Like, I, I'm not saying it never happens right. that, you know, someone doesn't fill their cart with some junk food. And right. they're paying for it with a bridge card versus, you know, their debit card or cash. But I don't think it's nearly as common as it's been made out to be. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, poor well, people think... are irresponsible and they just want to live on the system so that they can eat well. Because living on the system sucks. Yeah, I would a, assume. There's a lot of things about it that really stink. I've been fortunate up to this point in my life. I I have never had to use any of the systems. I'm glad that those nets are there. But I can't imagine. I don't think anybody, even if people are there and they've been there for a long time, I don't think they like it. I think it's just become a way of life and they don't know how to get out of that rut. And you know what? If your life is, you're down on your luck that bad that you got to be on the system, right? And maybe you are having a bad month, and that month you go into the store and you throw some really nice food in the cart. So what? I don't give a shit. I don't care. You know, why do people take a fight about this? Like, is that the hill you want to die on about what someone has in the cart to eat in front of you? Like, you know, we're sending hundreds of billions of dollars to the Ukraine, and you want to bitch about it. I was just going to say, I think it's because that's something... They can see right in front of their face, in front of their community, and they feel like they can address that one thing because it's on such a small level. Right. And they probably feel powerless to speak out on the complete waste of the sure. majority of their money. Right. And I think our country should be fiscally responsible. Yeah. Absolutely. But I'm just saying, you know, put yourself in that person's shoes for a minute, too, before you judge them, yeah. you know. Think about it, man. If your life sucked that bad, like, you know, you're getting a little happiness out of eating some Twinkies and some chips. Like, it's not, well, the and food's I know, bad for you. You shouldn't eat it, but. Well, they're two know. separate subjects. Right. The kind of food you can buy and having at what time are you right. able to get the assistance. They're two different yeah. subjects. And people like to tie them together. Mm-hmm. But I know disabled people, they're never going to work outside of. Right. A very man, I don't want to be disparaging in any way here. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna, they're, whatever job they do is not gonna be a, 
a financially sustaining job, right? right. They're going to need help, yeah. okay? So if there's someone disabled out there and they want to buy, you know, like you said, some Twinkies or some Mountain Dew, like because you're going to mm-hmm. point out some abusers, somebody that really doesn't have a choice because right. they didn't choose the brain or body they were born with. Now they can't enjoy yeah, these little like, things in life, some Pop-Tarts or... I just think that someone buying a steak on the state's dime is such a small... There's so much bigger stuff for us right. to worry about as a state and as a country. Right. right. You know, than, Well, and then you, then you wonder, is that is that one of those things to point us in the direction of contention with each other so we don't focus the on big the division. Real, right yeah the big waste that's happening sure right yeah because we're all distracted on you know the left hand you're not paying attention to what the right hand right. doing. Right. and i just i think that you know being on the system because you know it's happened to me a couple of times and it's really hard to get off of it it's it's kind of a trap and i always felt like we need reform i think there's better ways to do it you know, when conservatives say they want reform, they mean they just want to cut it, yeah. right? Slim it down. Give people less. I don't think that's the way to do it. I, I, I've known people that they've gotten on assistance, and once you're on it, you can't get off. You know, you lose your health insurance. Like, you know, what, what are you going to get a job that makes less than what you were making that on the system so why not i always thought it would be kind of a neat idea if as an american there should be a safety net for you right in this country because people bad shit happens sometimes to good people right so have a net to help them if if they fall on hard times let's give people assistance for two years you know what you're going to get it for two years you can go to college if you want and we're not going to kick you off for it because, see, a lot of times, at least in this state, going to school was not an option. Like huh. they didn't, they didn't care. You know, um, they they want you to go back to work, right, to push you off the system, get you back working. Um, and you could be like, well, I'm in. So what? You're going to tell people, well, don't go to college so that you could get a little bit better job. You know, what I mean, just take the first job you can get at a grocery store, as you know, or fast food. No one wants to leave the system to go into that kind of a job, typically, right? right. Because they're going to make less money, and now they got to buy their food. So why not, if, if people do go back to work, give them assistance for the, you know what? Fine, you're going to take this job at the grocery store. We're going to give you your assistance for a year, so that you don't lose your health insurance. Give you time to get back into work. Right. Maybe get a promotion at work or apply okay, here's a job to get you started, but keep applying for a better job, you know, and eventually you're going to get a management position somewhere, uh, a little bit better paying job. Why punish people for trying to do the right stuff and then reward them for, do, you know, sitting on their ass and not going back to work? You know what I mean? Like it's backwards. Yeah, it's a why, trap. I guess why? Sell them the health insurance. Instead of giving it to them, if you go back to work, we're going to give you this, sell you this health insurance at a discounted rate. Could we do that and and sell them the the Medicaid? You know, because at least you're generating some revenue back versus just having that person on the system for 20 years and paying for their health insurance 100% the whole time because they won't get off the system. You know, I I just think there's you could 
promote people to go back to work, you know, reward them for doing those, the right decisions, right? Instead of punishing them for it, give them the breadcrumbs mm-hmm. and, and help them put their life back together instead of just saying, well, we'll give you money just enough to scrape by and some, br- the bridge card and, and your health insurance, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. And, uh, you know, just stay on the system and you're fine. Like, I just think it's backwards the way we do it. I want to help people fix their life, you know. I assume that the problem is so big that they don't have the resources, so they just throw a big blanket over it, right? Maybe. Okay, so how do you – so you'd almost have to set up, if you're between this age and this age, to get assistance, Mm -hmm. you're going to have to go to school or work, right? Right. And if you're going to do either of those, then we got to give you vouchers to get there because you might not have a vehicle. Right. Right. The education one, I think, is big. Mm -hmm. I think if they required – because at some point, right, if you're 70 years old and you're on assistance, like – Yeah. What are you going to do at this point, right? right? I mean, I'm not saying it's ever too late, but – Most people at that age are not going to go back to school. Right. And start a new career, right? right? Like, So you'd almost have to set up an age class where if you're between yeah. this age and this age, we need you to get an education, right? Because that's the best thing for that person, right? To right. better enrich sure. their life, right? At least an associate's degree mm-hmm. in something where, yeah. you know, they can they can at least start applying for a little bit higher paying right. job, right? Right, because the goal yeah. shouldn't be just a minimum wage job. And so what we'll do is we'll just keep raising the minimum wage, sure. which is just... And then, you know, Shrink lots of people lie about it, too. Right? And they're like, have, have you been applying for jobs? Yep, I've been applying for jobs. I applied for five jobs this week. And you know they weren't, you know, because they don't want that job. Who in the hell would? Who would want? Who would seriously want to go back to work in a low-paying job that you're going to lose money, lose right. your health insurance? Because, you know, a lot of them low-paying jobs, they're not going to pay for your health no. insurance. No, and most You know, of they work at, you know, 30, 32 yeah. hours a week or Maybe, less. Yeah. Because anything more than that, once Obamacare had kicked in, like, you know, then they had to, they were responsible to cover your insurance. I was a manager at that time. Mm. I had a bunch of employees, and the first thing I did was cut everybody's hours. That's what our company did. It was sad, you know, because people lost money. And then they had to pay for insurance, so. So you'd need a lot more, like, community resources Mm -hmm. people. That would go, man, I don't even know how you would. <sighs> God, I'd love to see some people just sit down at a table and uh, from all walks, you know, all walks of life. Like yeah. not just some stuffy suit people that think they're smarter than everyone else in the world. Put some people that's on assistance in there and listen to them yeah. about what their problems yeah. are. What are their concerns? Why are you not going back to work? What obstacles are in your way, you know? And let's fix this shit. I think education's the biggest one. I, I think it's huge. I think. Why I are think, we not yeah. letting people go to school? And, you know, yeah. if you're a full-time student, like, yeah. that is a full-time job, yeah. right? So why is that not good enough? Yeah. And let them have assistance for two years while they're on it. That gets them an associate's degree. Yeah. And that's good enough to get started. And then from that point on, you know, you can well, I think let even, them leave the nest and I they think, can start building it themselves. I think even getting to high school is a big one, mm-hmm. you know? Sure. Like they might have to finish their high school right. before they even think about associates. Yeah. That might even take a year right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think you know that would be 
I, I just think the whole thing needs to be reformed. Like I, I want safety nets to help people. I don't. I want them to be responsible, though. You know, you don't want them abused. And right. Uh, and of course, every there's always going to be some abuse. Sure. But when I watch us as a country throw money around, like piss money away, and this yeah. is why I was complaining about the conservatives stopping, you know, suing the Biden administration right away over the the student loan forgiveness program. Yeah. And it's like here you got something that's actually at least whether you like it or not, it is paying the bills for Americans, but yeah. you'll send billions and billions of dollars to a place in the world that most people in this country don't even know where in the hell it's located at on a map. No one, you know, like, and eh, they'll have their talking points. They get on TV, on CNN or Fox, and they do their little complaint speech, but, you know, they all, they all prove that this new uh, budget they're trying to push through now has so much crap. Right. You know, gender studies in I, I don't I, yeah, Pakistan. But but you're gonna bitch and complain about <laughs> and, uh, I, yeah. I just come on man. We can do better than this as a country of taking care of each other. I yeah. think Yeah, I, I I don't I think the system they have in place is just maintaining the status quo. You know, I think it was a trap. I think there's enough people that make enough money off the system that I'm not saying these. I'm not saying people collecting a sense. Right. I'm saying the people that run oh, these programs. Yeah. I think they're cozy enough in their jobs. They don't really don't want to come up with a yeah. good solution. I think it was a trap right from the get go to enslave people. Possibly, you know I what I mean, I mean like low. I I think it was more a way for people, again, to get in a cozy job for a problem they really don't have to fix. It'll just kind of keep chugging along. We don't ever really... This, have, like, like you've heard about the homeless situation in California, right? Yeah. And you've seen the incomes that some of those people make that manage the homeless right. in California. Mm-hmm. And their six-figure incomes. Sure. And the problem never gets fixed. Right. Why would you want to work well, and stay exactly. out of a job? Yeah, you don't. You don't want to solve the problem because you've got a job in it, right? right. You're making uh, two hundred thousand a year, whatever. I don't even know what it is, right? Whatever. Yeah. Hundred thousand, whatever it is. You really gonna try to fix the problem? Then now you're unemployed and you gotta go find a new job. Right. Eh. I sit and, here and for I twenty years, can, just kind of maintaining. The status I think you quo. can manipulate people too a lot when. I get, I know what you're saying, yeah. and you know, on the surface, it could look like that, but I think it's more incompetence than even that. Maybe. I don't, I don't, Maybe I I'm don't wrong. know that there's a grand scheme to manipulate and have a voter base or this or that. I think it's pure, just like this is a cozy government job. You can just slide into this office. You never mm. have to fix anything. You get a government salary, or a government retirement. Well, Why you, do you want to fix this? Of course, with me, everything's a conspiracy, right? No, I, and I'm not saying it's not. Because when you watch a group of people that tend to vote the same way every time, and it, and you watch people, politicians, sell this shit to them throughout your life you, saying, you know, vote for me you, because the other guy wants to take these things away from you. You, you almost enslave people into that group where they can't get out. And I've, they keep voting, you know what I mean? I've I've heard this argument mm -hmm. many times. And I live in a very poor community. Yeah. 
and I know people out here that have assistants. Right. They don't even vote. So that right. narrative right there. Yeah, and a lot of them. When I vote. started looking at, because I used to hear the same yeah. thing, they're buying a voting base. They're buying a voting base. You know, they're they're just they keep these piss people on the system. These people vote them in the office because they don't want to lose their benefits. Yeah. And I've talked to people that have been on the system their whole life, and they do not vote. Hmm. And I, they're not the only ones. I, I've talked right. to one specific yeah. family that told me, hell no, we don't vote. Why do we care? Right. So that narrative right there... I. Maybe in some areas, maybe it's, they it's do. It's got to be in some, but, though, because when you look at the, the demographics of it, of where these clusters of these okay. secured votes, like... Okay, but you vote, right? How yeah. many of those people do you see at your own polling station that you would say, oh, I could see that person's on assistance, that person, and that person? Yeah. You know, it's I hard. really think yeah. about it, though. If you really think about it, it's like... Because I was on assistance and I still voted. I don't know, you know? bro. <laughs> But yeah, were you maybe. voting? Were you voting for your assistance, though? No, I. You know, I. Well, I think when I was young, I was very Democrat. Then I kind of evolved to Republican, then to conservative, and I, then to a blend I, of like liberal. Well, <coughs> I'd like to hear. I, I hope somebody out there. I. But yeah. when you went to vote, did you say, "Well, I'm voting Democrat because I don't want to lose my benefits." Right. I don't. I don't think. I it's... know that a certain side of the political spectrum says this because I've heard this ad nauseum they... on one side. Excuse me. Yeah. Right? Tickle in my throat. Oh, okay. <coughs> um, I'm trying not to cough in this mic. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think that they vote for their benefits. I think that it's the people that give them the benefit. They want to keep them uneducated, not really paying attention. Not engaged into the problems. Just don't worry about it. Just here, here's your bridge guard. Trust us. We got yeah. this. To stay as a career politician because they don't want to give up that cozy job, right? I, I yeah. think is I don't think the person who goes into the polling booth and says, <coughs> "Excuse me, I'm going to vote this political party because they're going to give me benefits." I think it just happens to align that way yeah. that you. It's a trap that you fall into, and the, and you can keep people uneducated, kind of low educated about the the yeah. topics of what's going on in the world, you know. Um, because like that, people that are are you know on the system, they're probably not going in and voting for benefits, but they're probably not voting on what's going on in the Ukraine or what's going on in the world, you know, with what's our our uh, relationship with China right now, and you know what I mean? Like, they don't give a shit. Yeah. <clears throat> they just vote the way they vote because that's the way they were told to vote, and that's the way their parents, you know, I was from a blue-collar home. Like, mm -hmm. it just went without saying, you're going you're gonna to go into the polling station and hit D, you know, like, mm -hmm. or um, the voting booth, I mean, and hit right. D because that's, you know, it's all, my whole family is all big union people, you know. Worked for the the big three auto companies, and it it, it kind of was just like you just knew that's how everyone in the family voted. It went without saying. Yeah, I know the union things went before too, and it's still yeah. it's still. So it I still think they seems, have created voter blocks. It still seems way. foreign to me that 
the unions consistently vote Democrat because mm -hmm. you see I know several union workers and it's weird because yeah. I mean, these guys drink beer and drive four-wheel drive trucks and deer hunt and shit. Right. And it, it's so foreign to me. I know that's not all union workers. Right. I get it. But I know a lot of union workers that ride Harleys and yeah. fly flags and I'm they're like rednecks, like you know, right, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah you, they're. Uh, it's just pro two-way. It, it seems weird like to me. Roughnecks that, and yeah, that always voted in <clears> that direction. Right. I don't know. I don't, uh, just, yeah, I, I just, there's something to that. Because you can step back and kind of look at it, and somehow there's, I just think there's some manipulation there, but, you know, yeah. Hmm. I, I, I like your take on it, too. Maybe it's somewhere in the middle, you know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I still Figures. don't. I still don't. I don't understand. cough at all today until the cameras yeah. start rolling. I, I, I it just. I never understood that one. Yo, teachers union, I get. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's kind of a given. You know. Right. But. Yeah, it's kind of crazy know. how that. Like. Iron workers voting yeah. Democrat just seems weird. Right. <laughs> you I, know. I, I don't know. know. Maybe they don't. But <laughs> it, it sure seems like that's a narrative, right? Yeah. So yeah, I think uh, I think there's just a lot of manipulation that goes on in the background with that. That you know, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Anything else new and interesting you come across this week? Oh, no. I mean, the media. You know. Dude, I saw an it's This is kind of off topic here. I saw an Instagram video my buddy sent me. Yeah. And somehow this one sheep, ram, got the other ram's balls wedged in between his fucking horns, and he was no. pulling the other one back with <coughs> his nuts. Oh, Dude, ouch. I was like, that had to be one miserable goat. Holy sheep. Ram. shit! Whatever in the hell. And it looked like they were domesticated. Is it a sheep? Is it a, a goat? ram? Is a male sheep? It's a male sheep. Yeah, uh, yeah, I believe okay. so. I, I think guess so. I'd better fucking. I think that's what it is. But yeah, I thought I'd ask because I was like, I, I want to make sure that I'm, well, yeah, I'm yeah. right when I say that, but I think it's a male sheep. Hmm. Man, he was having a bad day then, huh? Yeah. Rams are adult male sheep. Yep, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to make sure I was right on that. So. Oh, everyone ready for the holidays? Oh, man. man, it came fast, didn't it? Yeah, I can't it did. Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. At the time of recording yeah. this, it's the 23rd. See so you uh, almost to 2023. A week away. You're bringing in a new year, huh? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we might podcast New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, That'd be fun. Maybe have a guest too. Yeah. Good. Uh, I'm kind of working on that. So we'll see if that comes together. <coughs> oh, yeah. Man. See if you can bring it up for. I can. I just don't know. <coughs> it's on Reddit. Yeah. I mean. 
It's on YouTube, Reddit? Yeah. Huh. Uh, is it gonna, uh... It'll bring it up. Yeah, it's... I assume it's <laughs> it Yeah, the weather. I think this blizzard's yeah. just got everything going slow. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, uh... definitely seems a little slow. <clears throat> so, yeah, a lot of people's gonna have a white Christmas, you know? Yeah, a good part well, of the country. Man, the storm. Make it easy for Santa to get around, get around huh? Yeah, the storm went 80 from... 80 mile an hour wind gusts. I think it went from, uh... Oh, no. Oh, that gives me a oh. stomachache. Oh, my lord. Oh. Dude, that was so bad. He is just about ready to neuter that goat. Dude, they're wedged in there right. so... They're wedged uh. in there so bad. Yeah, you should play that for uh, everybody. Oh, man, that so. is so bad. Ouch. Yep. Yes, anyway. He is yeah. having a bad day. Yeah, like I said, I've uh I came across that and I was just like someone sent the video to me and I was just like God that that dude. just makes my stomach hurt watching it. Like, oh that's terrible. Oh god, it was so bad. I just I and they don't even show him getting it out of there either. Yeah. So you start you start wondering like, did they Did they just cut him off? <laughs> They fix just, that, or they just put the put the ram down, or what? You know. Oh God, it's so bad. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Well, Should I we don't show know. Him? Yeah, I, 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 I say know. show I it. Know you know, I, I don't know. It's it's oh, on YouTube, so. Dang, dude. Yep, I'd I'd show it. I better not. <laughs> Look it up. All, All you right. gotta do is type in. Uh, goat's ball stuck in horns. Yep. And it pops up. Still trying to figure out what we're yeah. allowed to show and what we're not allowed to show. And we're supposed to be rebels, man. Come on. <laughs> yeah. It's so you know I I just I hate that like. I mean, I get it. You don't I, want people using your right. content and profiting off no. it if you didn't put in the work right. to procure it and I, I create can, it. I respect and, that. You know, I, I do. Yeah, it's a tough one because then where do you draw the line? Right. At? You know, Again, this is one of those hard things for me where I kind of I go back and forth on, you know. Yeah. I, I can understand and appreciate you put the work in. You don't want other people kind of. Profiting off your hard work, right? Because if you can just go around and you create a YouTube channel and you just take the biggest videos and yeah. post them on your channel and then profit off them, yeah. you know, where do you draw the line? I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't. I don't have an answer for that. Because right, technically, not... even if you're going around pulling videos from everyone, even that's doing a lot of work. I mean, you're mm -hmm. kind of compiling it yeah. all in one central area, right? Yeah. For people going. But I'm saying, so. if <clears throat> if people, so we create this podcast, right? And we don't make money on this podcast. Just putting that mm -hmm. out there. This isn't even monetized. No, we don't make any money here. But say we were making 
yeah. $100 an episode. Right. Right. And then someone else was, as soon as we uploaded, somebody else was just taking our videos, put them on their channel, yeah. and they were drawing traffic in their direction. Now our profits went down to $35 a video, and they were getting $65, right. and they weren't creating it and editing Well, we don't even edit, but creating yeah. it, uploading it. They weren't doing anything. All they had to do was take the video and put it on their channel, and they made half of our money. But if, if someone was watching their channel for our content, don't you think they would eventually drift back to us? You would hope so. You know? You would hope so. I don't know. I, I guess at one time, they, you know, they described the internet and its its infancy as like uh, mm -hmm. the Wild West, you know. And it kind of was. Yeah, it was. Like, I remember the early yeah. internet. It was the Wild West. I couldn't yeah. believe the shit you could see. See and say on there that it's very restricted now. Yeah. You know? And, and I, I don't know that I... I love that necessarily, although there are things about the restrictedness of it that I, I appreciate. You know, it's there are some things I think we can agree all agree yeah. on for a restriction without sure. restricting everything. And I don't know who I was listening to the other day, but they said that like with these social media platforms, yeah, it kind of is a restriction on your first amendment. Right on your freedom mm -hmm. of speech. These restrictions that we do, because they're not restricting, they're not restricting what most of us would consider to be bannable content. Right. They're just restricting your right to Have articulate, and form and communicate yep. your opinion, just flat out. Yep. Just saying, I don't like this person because of what they said in the speech. Right. And so they just well delete it. They or they down they down rate it so it doesn't get shared. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it gets shadow banned, you know. Right. Because of your opinion. Right. Oh, Not that you man. you didn't dox anybody, you didn't show any bad images, you didn't say anything threatening. You just said here's uh here's why I don't like this particular thing. Situation. Right. Or, yeah. And they go, well, we're just going to block that. Or we're just going to delete your account. Yep. Just because you had an opinion. So, it's... Yeah, I, I wish we had an area where... And, and you know, I maybe Twitter was on its way to redemption on that some. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens to it now. I told you, I never... There's something weird about that situation. You know, with Elon Musk offering to buy it, then uh, saying he wasn't going to, then being forced to, but yet he didn't cripple the stock a little bit. He could have he could have saved some money on that himself. And then, you know, he's he's got it for seven weeks, and then he lets people vote him off. I, it's just weird. I don't yeah, know. I don't. I don't. I'll tell you what, Elon. Follow our channel, <laughs> and I'll start a Twitter account. You know, and I'll follow you back. I promise. Yeah. But something weird. It's hard to keep thing. track of even yeah. all everything. It's so busy. All yeah. the information is so busy. I and I don't know how much of it's intentional to keep you not know. Just like oh, right. I, I can't even keep track. I'm out. Right. But you just started to get a platform where you know maybe both sides could kind of put yeah. their ideas out there. Yeah. And now, what's going to happen to it now? Is it going to go back to you know being ran by the FBI and CIA or what? Good question. You know. Good question. Yeah, I 
even you know even me you know I, I listen to a lot of podcasts and I consume a lot of this information mm-hmm. for me it's like whew, it's it's changing by the hour yeah oh yeah I don't I don't understand it myself yeah because we've even talked about scheduling a, our our upload of yeah. our video for because typically we do it on a weekend yeah. and you know that's a terrible time for to, to generate traffic to grow your channel it's just a terrible time to drop a video on the weekend but man if you held it back till monday like it's old news right like because right. it is changing so fast right. all the time yeah but then again you know like a lot of the stuff we talk about yeah sometimes it, it's, it's stuff that you know yeah it's not it's, super relative to the day or the right time constraint some like, of it is so yeah some of it is what happened this week and right what do you think about this subject or that subject hmm. I'm, I'm real curious to watch this thing evolve over at twitter and see what happens but you know i i kind of held back like everybody celebrated like yeah we win now and you know well we'll see we'll see what happens because yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Maybe, maybe, uh, conspiracy theories are deep on that one. That rabbit hole goes deep. I I don't even know that some of the, uh, conspiracies that I've heard and read, I, I don't even know that some of them you can talk about on YouTube. They probably pulled the video down, you know? Yeah, I was just seeing if I, in fact, while we're... If there's anything new, because hmm. I haven't even, I haven't even, I haven't consumed, you know, with the storm and everything right. today, and just staying busy around here, I haven't even, yeah. ta- I haven't even, uh, seen any news to see if there's Yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of, it's kind of slow, the news feed right now. Yeah. I mean, there's always news out there. Life keeps going. Yeah. Whether it's Christmas or not, but, you know, it's most people are with their families. They're just kind of, I, I figured even our video today would probably be a shorter one, just. Well, that's a good point you brought up because I was thinking about that as we were talking about the storm approaching over the last week and, you know, people at work were talking about it, you know, and, Mm -hmm. you know, I made sure I got some extra gas for the generator and got the snowblower out because I hadn't even used that snowblower in two years because we really hadn't had enough snow to get it out and even to make it worth it, you know, but I always make sure I drain the gas out of it when I'm done. I I drain the gas out and then I run it till it dies. So there's no gas in the carburetor. So it it started right up. Everything was good. You know, made sure we had some extra water and shit. And I was at work yesterday and I'm like, wait a minute. We're talking about a winter storm here. Mm -hmm. This isn't a meteor impact. No. Like this is a winter storm. Right. At most, that could inconvenience us what, like three days, maybe sure. a week. Yeah. It's amazing though how all the hype that goes into it. It's like it's a freaking meteor impact, and this is the end of yeah. days. And but well, I think what made this one kind of worse. Well, for one, this area hasn't had a really hard storm for yeah. a while, like you said. So, um, but. I think they hyped it up like, you know, this is going to be the worst storm that would rival the one that we had in 1978. And remember, I told you in that storm, because I was a kid during that time, that we were snowed in. There were snowdrifts to the roof of the house, you know. Right. Um, I think that's kind of what made people panic about it a little bit. But all those people sort of, like. Sure. I mean, we didn't die. We shoveled our way out. 
Um, I don't, yeah, you know, you know I, I made it, sure it just, it we had some like, extra gas, you know, and things like that for the generator. Right. I mean, I wasn't afraid of it or anything. I know, but it just seemed like but, you got this feeling like this was imminent, you know, like yeah. just a build up to the storm. Like, and it's a, a it's a winter, it's, you know. I mean, it's a winter storm. Right, and it's a winter storm. I think right. it's just we haven't had a good one for a I little while, you know. I get it. I just because even the commute at first, my my first instinct was like, "Wow, this is gonna be a pretty bad storm." Maybe, yeah. Maybe we'll push the podcast off a couple of days, and then I had the same thought, like, "Well, you know, I mean, it's this is where we live, right?" It's, yeah. I drive all winter long. Right. Why would I not drive in this? It's the same thing. Just yeah. you know, uh, gotta go a little slower. <laughs> the fifty mile an hour wind gusts were kind of crazy. Like, yeah. yeah, it was blowing some snow. Um, there was some. Definitely a couple of spots where it was white out. Like, uh, I could not see more than 15 feet in front of me. You had to slow. It was like driving in really bad fog. It was crazy. And I think know? it's, like, I think this is a good reality check for people. You shouldn't have to rush out right before a storm and get all your supplies. No. Well, I think a lot of people don't have them, right? No. And that's, that's the problem. A, right. That's the problem. You know, like... Yeah, I, I think you should be prepared for this kind of stuff. Like even even for gas, and and I got gas. It was <clears throat> for my ex-wife. Yeah. Um, there was some gas there. Like yeah. we already had some gas in cans yeah. set aside for that. I went and got a little more. Yeah. To make sure that you know if there was a power outage for a few days, mm-hmm. like you know, no one's you're not gonna lose your food and you know. To be able to keep maintain your heat in your home and stuff, you know, I got a two year old there, so. Uh, but yeah, you know what you say. Then you kind of wonder, like, how many people didn't even have a gallon of gas or a generator or a candle or a can of tuna fish? Right. You know, no extra bread, like. Right. Because they they go to the store almost day, you know, and I, I knew some friends of mine that used to do that. They would shop every day for what they were going to make for dinner that night. So don't you have like any food at like nothing? I mean, they might have a couple of days where the shit they could cobble a job together if they had to, maybe. But yeah. like, I thought, man, like I. But these people go on social media mm-hmm. and bitch when the power goes out and it's cold out. Right. That the the crews aren't working fast enough to restore yeah. the power. And they're bitching on an iPhone 14 that costs what? How much? Fourteen yeah, hundred dollars. But they don't have a generator you know, that you can right. buy for a thousand bucks. Got their priorities really mixed up, I think. So like, how yeah. unfair is that to the people that are out to there? To the guy that's up on the pole now in 40, right. 50 mile an hour wind gusts trying to get your power back and you're bitching, you know. Right, because he's not doing it fast enough from a phone. That costs as so much I as said, you man, when, when you know the zombie apocalypse I, happens, like there'll be a lot of zombies. It's gonna be a lot of eaters because you know they're just. I, I just don't understand that logic. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was thinking because of the storm, you know, and then driving, and you know, it was, it was a pretty good commute yeah. to to get to the studio today, and I was thinking they all like get home bags and your bug out bags and all these different things. And I was like, you know, should almost have one specifically designed for winter. I think I'm going to build a little bit different bag for 
to get you home in the winter. You know, if, yeah. if you go in a ditch and you're, you're just stuck there for a while, like, <clears throat> and I was thinking about that, like, the get home bag that some people would carry with them to make sure that, you know, they'd have some stuff to, to get yeah. them home. Like, do we ever think about modifying that through the seasons? Those should almost be seasonal. And I never really thought of it that way. You know, I always make sure I have a few extra things in the truck in the winter time, right? You know, mm-hmm. um, but I thought, you know, you should almost tweak that seasonally. As the weather's changing, you should kind of be rotating your gear in that bag a little bit to make sure that you have the right. Do you have an extra pair of gloves? Right. Do you have some hand warmers in there? You know, in the summertime, you got your your get home bag in the in the back seat or the trunk or whatever. You, you probably don't have no hand warmers in there. You know, but you got a bottle of water, yeah. right? Because you know it's it's hot out or whatever. And I thought, I don't know that I've ever seen any channel like the prepping channels, any of these guys that are the professionals, really address that. Like, you should be rotating that gear with the seasons, you know, or having different bags. Then you know, have four different bags for the four different seasons, you know. And as well, it starts know. to get cold, grab your cold weather bag and. You know, I don't know. As far as that goes. But a lot of people don't even know what you're talking about. But what he's saying is you should have a small backpack in your car with some essentials in it. Mm-hmm. You know, extra pair of socks, um, you know, some granola bars, a couple bottles of water, yep. some band-aids, just a small backpack with some essentials in it. So it doesn't matter if it's summer or whatever. If you had to... You know, if you were in a remote area where you didn't have cell service, you might have to walk until you get cell service, you know. And if it's summertime and it's 90 degrees, you might want a bottle of water. Or, you know, one time we had our kids at the skate park and our daughter fell and scratched her nose. Yeah. And we had Band-Aids and some triple antibiotic ointment, you know, in there so we could put a Band-Aid on her nose, right? But what I do in the winter is I don't necessarily put stuff in a bag, but I put an extra – I put a jacket in my car. Right. I put a pair of boots in there yeah. and a pair of gloves. That's that what way I do. if I do and get I, stuck I, I or if I had to help if I if I'm on my way home and I need to help someone out or I get stuck myself, yeah. I'm not out in the elements just in my work clothes cuz I don't right. necessarily wear a, a snowmobile jacket and snow pants and big boots into work cuz I'm just driving right. to work and getting out and walking in Or while you're there. driving even because you know, Right, it's so bulky and yeah. So I think you should make sure that you do, you know, you do have an extra blanket in the car. Yeah. Like you said, some hand warmers just in case. Cause, I mean, we. You never know. We live in a you pretty know. good populated area, but between here and my work, I lose cell service about halfway yeah. for a stretch of about two miles. I don't have any cell service. I can't right. call or receive. So, so while I'm walking your tennis shoes on a day like today. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you definitely should, you know. So I always keep some extra stuff in there, but I thought even the bag itself, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah whatever works you for know, you. Right. Yeah. Hmm. It's just something I thought about while I was driving yeah. in, in the whiteout. Yeah. Yeah, I guess if you have the room and the resources to have four different bags and one for each season, yeah. and you can just take one out, but, yeah, you know, yeah, good on you. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm more of the approach at, at, you know, just a small backpack with you know, some essentials, and then I add to it if I need My to. My problem is, is I keep adding shit to it in the bag. No, I'm not saying the bag. I'm saying 
the bag is just right. a couple bottles of water, a couple of granola bars, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. uh, first aid kit, just small backpack in the corner of the trunk. It's just always there. Right. Just a little but emergency this, this time of yeah. year, I'll put my winter jacket in there. I'll put right. my winter boots in there. I'll put a winter just in the trunk. I just yeah. put that extra stuff in there. I don't use my trunk every day either. I mean, maybe some people, you know, are constantly in and out of their trunk. To yeah. The I don't you know. know. But, yeah, on a day like this. Hmm. And you just don't know when these days are going to pop up either. Like, no. Because if you don't do it when you're thinking about it, yeah. Then you forget about it, and then you're out in a storm, and you get a flat tire, or you know you get stuck, or whatever, and then all of a sudden you don't have warm clothes. Right. And... Yeah, it's just you know you daydream while you're driving sometimes mm-hmm. like that. And I was thinking about that. Just, yeah. How many people even carry a little shovel in their car? My dad always carried one of those little folding yeah. army shovels. Yep. I don't carry one. No. My dad always had one yeah. in his vehicle. One of those little folding uh, army shovels. Yep. I don't know if he ever had to use it or not, but he uh he always had it know, in there. I, I would think he must have at one point. I, <laughs> you know, I think it was just different. I think yeah. people were more self reliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? He he probably didn't have AAA where you know roadside yeah. assistance, no matter where you're at, what time of the he day. He always had AAA. He you did know? have AAA. Yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, you know, the yeah. way it is now, but maybe, right? Like, but you, I mean, you I, hit OnStar and yeah. doot, you hit the right. little red triangle right. in your, your dash, like, before. Yeah, you if got you were out on a or, back road somewhere, you didn't have a cell phone. Right. So you had to, How many times have we been stuck where, you know, we get each yeah. other out, right? Yeah. You call your buddy, like, hey, you know, bring the truck over and yeah. let's, let's yank me out. Like, it's just different. I think yeah. the way people view it now. So yeah, maybe yeah. maybe we have this false sense of security yeah, because that's we, what I mean. we hold this yeah. device and we think we're so connected that yep. I don't need to carry a winter jacket with me because as soon as I break down, I call. They'll be here in 15 minutes. Yeah, and, and I mean they and they're gonna look. I already gave permission to the app on my phone to use my location. So as soon as I call in, like you know, they triangulate right where I'm at. GPS. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even care what the name of the road is that I'm on. I don't need to know it. They'll have it all, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of the way people think now. So, I, yeah, I see why, because it was common. Like, my dad had all kinds of stuff in the, the car, mm. you know? Like, yeah, a shovel, you know, you in the wintertime, have... some cat litter, you know, like, sand. I think he had sand sometimes, too. Like, I think it was mostly cat litter he carried in the yeah. winter. A couple bags of cat litter. You know, unless you get stuck, like, Get yourself out. So I, yeah, I think just people were more self-reliant than they are now. But at least in our area, I've noticed. I don't think there's as many people working on the road crews. Yeah. Like, I think they're having a hard time finding people too, because the roads right. don't seem like they're maintained as well mm-hmm. as they were a few years back. Right. And I think even tow truck companies are seeing the same yeah. stress too. So I sure. think we could see a point where it's going to swing back the other way. Yeah, huh? where. There's just not the resources available, right? Especially in a storm like this today. I mean, right? Good luck, you know. You're and we're be... fortunate enough to be, you know, in the generation we lived through some of that. We're pretty self reliant. Yeah. You know, I remember the old man getting stuck and saying, "Get on push." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in the mud and in the snow. You know, different times. So. Hmm. Yeah, a little more. Yeah, we, God, yeah, they throw you in jail now for child abuse, making your kid get out and push you out of the mud. Yeah, you're probably right. 
call CPS on your ass, you know? Child abuse. That's just life for us. Yeah. Yeah. Back hmm. I can hear the wind out there. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to, to go around. out and to see what it's like. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah, not a lot going on. I, no. I didn't. I, I kind of stayed out of some of the media yeah. a little bit. Just, you know, everyone's me. visiting with family and, you know, upbeat, like, consume so much. Just the world's shitty in a lot of ways. Yeah. There's little little tinges of good news here and there, the, the kind of feel-good stuff that renews your hope in humanity a little bit. But, you know, um, well, I, I watched a good video uh, about an argument a guy was having with his neighbor through his ring, you know, on this, <clears throat> on the door, the camera. Uh, he had a mat that said "F you," and she was. They live in an apartment complex, and she was walking by, and you know, she's got kids or whatever. So she flipped the mat over, upside down, and he called her out on it. And you know, they're calling her Karen, and um, I didn't think she, you know. She shouldn't have touched it. It wasn't hers. Right. But she didn't really act like a Karen, right? Um, the argument, like, she offered to buy him a new one. Just said it was very offensive, and she's got children, and, you know, asked him not to, to put it out there. But the the point I'm going to make, though, is the, the video I was watching, I think it was Matt Walsh, and he made the uh, the connection. I never thought of it that way, that that karen was so racist it was a, it was a racist term to white women in their 30s and above and i thought wow i don't know about racist maybe derogatory definitely i don't well, know about but he, he made the, the, the argument racist because if you picked out a name from another race and you man you're being such a whether it would be latino or black like oh god that'd be just terribly racist but because it was to a white woman, it wasn't conceived that way. Yeah. And I thought, wow, I never thought of it. I just thought of it as something that the kids would say about their parent. I never even thought of it as a color thing until he said that. And I thought, well, yeah, Karens are kind of the white woman, ain't they? You know, like, huh. It was funny. I still don't see it as racist. I see it maybe as derogatory. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like. Well, quit asking for the fucking manager and putting your hands on your hips. Right. You know? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, That's kind of the way I, I viewed, like, all it, women being able to be a Karen, right? Because yeah, it's, it's just not terminology I used. It's, it's yeah. just something right. I was kind of vaguely aware of that. Yeah. I just thought it was something that it was slang for kids saying you're That's being hot. a bitch, right? You're just being a bitch. Uh, but when I heard him break it down today and I thought, Man, that's actually a good point. Like I never thought of I it. I guess I'd have to way. see his breakdown. I just yeah. seen it as a specific attitude type. Yeah. Right. You know, a specific yeah. personality type. That you know, you are. Uh, what would you call? Um, I yeah, I, I can't. I can't even think of how to describe it. And my daughter says it to my. And I'm, I'm trying to be careful day. what I say yeah. because of the yeah, video, yeah. right? Like. Yeah. yeah, you can't say like everything said, my, the way you want. My daughter says it to my wife five times a day. Yeah. She tells her to be in a camera. Yeah, the first time I ever heard it, I think, was out of your child's mouth, yeah. you know, and I said, what the hell is that, you know? Yeah. God, that makes you feel old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, 
Christmas, man. Yeah, it's here. Can't believe it. Time just flies. Yeah, the older you get, the faster it goes. I told my wife, I said, Sunday's going to be here and gone before we know it. Yep. Just going to... It's yep. always such a blur. Like, you know, you, you have the build up because, I mean, it's always on our mind. Like, right. as soon as one Christmas ends, we're thinking about it. And mm -hmm. we'll buy stuff in January, February. If we see something on sale we think someone would like, oh, yeah. we pick it up. Yeah, that's smart. You know? So we're always thinking about it. But we really have that big build up, usually after Halloween. Yeah. You know, that's where we really get the gears going. Okay, we got to, you know, knock this out, start really right. getting some ideas and getting our shit together because we like to be done by thanksgiving right you know that way we're you know just ahead of the game you know mm -hmm. a month ahead everything's done you know we're not trying to you know be in a mad dash to finish right. it up but yeah you have that big build up and that just seems like it's just it's just oh, gone so fast yep here and gone so you then you're up, into easter yeah you get up in the morning yeah. you have a cup of coffee yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like the day's just a blur and I thought the older we got, the slower it would go mm -hmm. as our kids got older. Like, okay, because they don't get up as early. God, we move slower. Yeah. So obviously time's going to slow down, right? Yeah. Just the Hell, opposite. I don't get off the couch nearly as fast as I used to 20 years ago. Just but, the opposite, yeah, though, right? Just the, the opposite. The, the slower we move, faster mm -hmm. time goes, I think. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. But, yeah. And then New Year's the week after. Yep. Got any so, New Year's plans? No. Me neither. No. We we've never been a big. I used to love the, you know, the New Year and the parties and I don't know, just, I just kind of got out of it, I guess. Like, we used to shoot guns and, you really? know. Oh, yeah. It was a big deal. Um, I can't remember the last time I, I fired off a round during New Year's. I can't tell you the last time I made it till midnight, son. Yeah. Like, yeah. The last couple of years, I don't even know that I sat up and watched the ball drop. I, I think it just, you know, went to bed. Yeah. I. That makes me feel old sometimes, too. Yeah. Uh, when you think about shit like that, right? Like, it was no, no big deal to yeah. stay up. Stay up. I stay no. up past midnight all the time anyways, you know, usually watching YouTube videos. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, but then here when it, it, it you know, you actually want to set up for it, then you're like, eh, I don't know. It just, it's just a holiday that's kind of lost its zing for me over the yeah. years. Like, it's just not as big of a deal. It's, you know, if anything, I... it pisses me off because now I'm going to spend two weeks writing 2022 and then having to white it out to put 2023 on there to, you know, remind myself that it's the next year, you know. It takes me six months to train myself to, to write the date right. Check this out. This is what blows me. I don't have anything personal up there, right? Nope. You don't see anything no. at all? I don't see anything. I don't see anything. So what I'm showing is the next 10 days for mm -hmm. our area. Look at that. Yeah. That's Ooh, that's tomorrow. Yeah. Look at next Saturday, yep. Sunday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. People that are listening, Friday, today, <clears throat> tomorrow, excuse me, <clears throat> it says 18 for a high, 15 for a low. One week from tomorrow, which is Saturday, Christmas Eve, to yeah. New Year's Eve, a high of 49, low of 41 with rain. Yeah. 
just burns me because it, it kills our ice production right there. Well, I, I, uh, it doesn't really hurt my feelings too much because, uh, I want to get the boat out yeah. and do oh, some fishing. You'll be able to. Yeah. yeah. So, I really want to run it yeah. one more time Right. clean the gas out of It'd it. be a good time to go. Isn't that crazy, though? Breaks my heart, man. I want, I want I know, the hard I, water. I want I the ice. Like, I, I am I, dying to get out there and get some ice fishing. In. And, you know, I'm seeing pictures of these guys in, you know, in northern Minnesota. And, like, it's, you know, some of the groups that I follow online yeah. and social media, the ice fishing groups. And they're in Canada. They're all over the place. And, you know, they're just they're smashing fish left and right. And I'm like, oh, our water's wide open. I'm like, come on, freeze up. And then you finally get this cold snap. And you're mm -hmm. like, okay. Maybe this will kick it off, and then you look, and it's like 49 degrees yep. next Saturday. So much for any ice production. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're still a few weeks away, I think. Yeah. You know. Yeah, this is a. Once you get here. that skim of ice, it doesn't take long to build it. Mm -hmm. You know. As long as it stays cold. As long as it cold. stays cold, you you'll build six inches of ice in no time. But yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it was, <clears> it I like kind of I like ice fishing for about a month or so, yeah. and then I'm I'm ready to go. See, I could ice fish all year long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I just love it. I love, you know, looking down the hole in the ice. Like, uh, I don't know. There's just something about it. You know, you're in the shanty. I, I, I cook out there. It's like camping. I guess for me, it's ice. too much just sitting. You know? It's just too much yeah. sitting and just like. Right. You know, like. True. At least in the boat, you know, I stand up. I'm casting. I'm sitting yeah. down, changing lures, standing up. You know, we're moving the boat to a new yeah. spot. You know, it's. What's that, dude? It seems like when I'm ice fishing, I'm just, like, watching yeah. the camera and just, like, jigging. And, it, mm -hmm. I don't know, maybe there's just not enough movement in it for yeah. me. Even, but deer hunting, I don't mind. Yeah. That's weird, I guess. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's more interactive than yeah. Yeah, deer, deer hunting. hunting. Just sitting there I don't trying have to there. move real That's slow weird. and, you know, not get caught moving up in the tree. But, I don't know. I'd, I'd ice fish all year long. Wow. I love my shanty. I love the gear. You know, I love all of it. So, and it does give the guys the the chance to fish the big water who don't have boats yeah. and you know they don't have their hundred thousand dollar walleye rig. So you can get out there and you know. I was watching for, uh, Fred Trost's video. Yeah. Uh, while it was last year, it was around ice fishing season last year. <clears throat> he was doing he. Had, he is uh, doing a video on ice fishing. He made that. He brought up yeah. that point that it gives you the access to yep. areas that a lot of guys don't have access to. Right. Yeah, I love but, fishing out there for a while. Yeah. No, it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I. I'd still. I'd still rather be in the boat, yeah. though. And, and I love fishing I, out of the I boat, too. I, I, I like jigging off, off the side of the boat. I like casting, you know. Like, I don't like necessarily, like, July boat fishing when it's right. hot and the sun's beating down. Mm, you got all the bugs. and Yeah, you know. I like, like, the early, yeah, you know, April, May, early June. Right. Then, you know, August, September. When I never. Season. I, I always say I'm going to go fishing in October and I never do because I'm hunting. Yeah. One of these days. Maybe when I'm retired and I just yeah. have nothing but time, I'll do it. 
because hmm. I know the fishing is really good in October. Oh, yeah. They say they're trying to pack on that weight right. for winter. So it's really good aggressive bite. They said some of the fall bites are actually better than the spring bites. Yeah, yeah I believe that. Because the fish in the spring are busy spawning. That's why I told you with don't... the ice fishing. It was first and last ice is always yeah. the best fishing you get. You know what I mean? Yeah, the ice in between is fun too, but... Man, you get those hot bites, yeah. you know, first ice and last ice, and it's it's those seasons. I wonder what it'd be like to live in northern Minnesota, you know, all those lakes, yeah. you know, up there in northern Wisconsin, oh. just all those lakes. I'd be in heaven. How fun that must be. Yeah. We have lakes around here, but it's not yeah. It's not the same. I don't, I don't think it is. It seems like it's harder around here to find access. You yeah, know what I mean? access like, and good yeah. quality. It's, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, it seems like the good lakes, like you, you can't even get on them. Yeah. Uh, just, houses jammed in there so tight, there's no access points. And, you know, sometimes you'll have a shitty little DNR launch or something to them, but. Up yeah. there, it just seems so vast. Right. Like Lake of the Woods, right? Yeah. How massive that is, and the walleye and the pike fishing, yep. the bass and perch and the bluegill and the crop. It just seems like yeah. when you watch the videos, anyways, it looks like it's just a phenomenal. You know, that's fish probably here. what they think about us too, though. You know, they yeah. watch videos of Saginaw Bay, the guys yeah. out in the Saginaw Bay area, you know, walleye fishing, and probably think, man, it's you know, it'd be nice to be over there. And <laughs> yeah, but knows? access again, you have to have yeah. really big. I don't want to say really big, but a well-equipped, decent boat. Yeah. You can fish the bay, right? You're not yeah. going to go out there in a 14-footer. No, I was out in a 16-footer and a boat died, so it's it's real easy to right. uh, to get in a lot of trouble out there in a boat. You know, the weather changes real fast. It's You can go from flat water that's like glass to, you know, five-foot waves in no time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, five-foot wave ain't that big, but in a 16-foot, well, that's it's a big wave. <laughs> oh, no, no shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. I I don't want no part of it. Mm-mm. I've I I fished the bay more when I was younger than I have yeah. now. It's been years since years since I've been out on the bay. We used to have a lot of fun. We used to yeah. go out there and fish perch. Yeah. Run crappie rigs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, on each rigs. end of it. Yeah. Get two perch at a time out there. Yeah. I think we. I think we drifted for them or something. Yeah. It's it's been so long since I've done it, but I love fishing the bay. It's it's fun, you know. I love being out there in a boat, and I love being out there on the ice. Okay. But yeah, you know, both ways you got to be careful because I've never fished you know, it on the ice. Oh, it's 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 unlike anything else. It's my favorite fishing to do. Yeah. Absolutely by far, my favorite fishing to do. You hmm. know, take your machine, go out a couple miles. Sometimes the, the nearest cluster of shanties are a mile away from you. It's like fishing on the moon, you know. Mm-hmm. You cut those holes and you know, you're looking for a pot of walleye under there. Right. Man, sometimes it's there's so many fish in there you don't you can't even keep your line down. Huh. Other times, you know, it's it's fishing. You know, sometimes yeah. it's it's slow, but um, it's my favorite favorite fishing to do and and you know you get to either use the snowmobile or the quad you know you're kind of mixing everything up right you're getting a little machine time getting to use your machine so you're getting a ride 
in. It's cold and, ass uh, ride. Though. I don't know, man. When you got your ice armor yeah. shit on, you know what I mean? It, you stay pretty warm. Your hands, you, you got to get good gloves or hand warmers on your, your machines work. Because, yeah, sometimes, you know, I was six six miles out. Uh, that's a long ride back in the dark, you know. Um, yeah, you get back to store and you can't feel your thumbs, like the th thumb throttle, yeah. right? Like, oh, there was a couple of times I had not very good gloves, we'll say, and about halfway back I had to reach over and use the opposite hand to, mm. to control the throttle because my thumb was so numb I couldn't feel it anymore. I thought <laughs> I might have to have this amputated. I uh -oh. should get hand warmers for my quad. Yeah. I used to have them on a snowmobile, mm -hmm. obviously. And they work good. Yeah, I should get some. I got some on. covers that go over the handlebars, too, that, yeah. you know, you I slip your those. hands in, and yeah. those work pretty good. But now I just got really good gloves, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that helps. Like, yeah. I, I got a couple different styles. I'll have to show you, you know. Some of them I, are mitts, some of them are gloves, but they're they're good. I uh, My snowmobile, I remember one time we went up north. Riding, I went with some guys I worked with. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought hand guards were just for you know sticks and shit hitting right. your hands, oh, right? Oh no. And we left the trailhead, and I forgot to turn my hand warmers on. Right. We got about a mile down the trail, going you know 50, 60 miles an hour, and all of a sudden yep. my hand just went like just froze. Yep. I was like, yeah. Yeah. And I forgot to turn the hand warmers. So I kicked the hand warmers on. But the other thing I learned, I ended up buying hand guards after this. Yeah. Those hand guards keep that wind, wind from hitting the front yep. of your hand directly. Yeah. Makes so a I, big oh, difference. Oh, man. Yeah, after that trip, I went and bought yeah. hand guards and put them on. And, yep. man, what a difference next time I rode. Right. Keeping that hand off the uh, air <laughs> right off your knuckles. Yeah. I got them on my quad, too. Because that's cold. You, you know, you figure, man, you're out there when it's freezing. Yeah. And it's probably 20 degrees on a nice day. And yeah. you're out riding the snowmobile in 20-degree weather. That's nice. Yeah. And then you're going 50 mile an hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't take long. Your skin freezes, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, what do you think? I think it's a pretty good one. Hour and a half, you yeah. know. Holidays. Yeah. Sorry. If anyone I will even watch this one, anyways, know. you know. Who I knows? just didn't have a lot to go with here. No. I just figured it'd be kind of a mellow, kind of laid back, probably a shorter video today. Just between, keep pushing content out. But. Yeah, between getting ready for the storm and getting ready for the holidays, yeah. I just didn't consume a lot and Not have a lot of time either. to digest shit and right. think about shit. It's been it's kind of all over the place, yep. you know. But it's alright. We're still, yep, still you know, giving people it. the chance, you know, to, to throw some comments to us if there's something yeah. they want us to talk about. Um, yeah, still, we needed to, to to get the video out anyway. So yeah, even if it was a shorter one, at least it's out. Yeah, there. yeah, even if it wasn't content rich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, remember to like, share, subscribe, give us a thumbs up, ring the yep. bell, Thanks, leave guys. us a comment, let us know what you want to hear about. Appreciate it. See you guys. See.